0: Okay, you're doing great. I need you to keep pushing, though, ma'am.
1: I'm trying, Doctor.
0: Now you're doing really well. All right, here comes the baby. And it's a girl. I'm going to name her mm. Virginia. That sounds nice. Oh, wait, here comes another. It's a boy this time. I'll call him Tennessee. Yeah, like Tennessee Williams. Oops. Here's another one, ma'am. It's another girl. That'll be Georgia. That's a pretty name. And they're still coming. You got a boy again. How about I call this one Al? There's still more coming, ma'am. Birth of a Nation. These two will be the Dakotas. Will not be presented at this time. South Dakota's coming out feet first, ma'am. In order to bring you the following special podcast. You know, actually, ma'am, I'm not sure Idaho is such a great girl's name. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for Peculiar Podcast. Hosted by Pat Cashman. Gorgeous to look at. And
1: Lisa Foster. She's
0: dangerous. See,
1: you're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. <laughs> can you dig it? Here? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it, yeah. It's love and time. <laughs>
0: We had a lot of uh, actors and actresses uh, shuffle off during this uh, rather lengthy time between podcasts, Lisa. You, yes, you sir. got you got you got Phyllis, who starred in the Mary Tyler Moore Show. I know. Chorus Leachman. Cloris Leachman.
1: Ugh, yeah. so great. Loved her in Young Frankenstein. Just, just a brilliant. I, I just thought she was a brilliant comedic actress. I don't know. And that whole Frau,
0: that whole Frau Blucher thing makes me laugh
1: every time. (laughs) I am Frau Blucher. Inga, may I present Frau Blucher? After you, Frau Blucher. Blucher! Good night. Frau Blucher. A toast. A
0: toast to Blucher. And then I, yeah. I just saw just an old. This never gets old. I just saw an old movie the other day, mid fifties, maybe even early fifties. There she was. She was in it. Played. She a, was a pretty role. much.
1: A, she's a. She was a hottie in her day. Yeah. Weren't we all?
0: And she won a. Uh, Academy Award Best Supporting Actress for *The Last Picture Show*.
1: Why am I always apologizing to you, you little bastard? (laughs) Three months I've been apologizing to you without you even being here. I haven't done anything wrong. Why can't I quit apologizing? You're the one ought to be sorry. I wouldn't still be in my bathrobe if it hadn't been for you. I'd had my clothes on hours ago. You're the one made me quit caring if I got dressed or not. Guess just because your friend got killed. You want me to forget what you did and make it all right? I'm not sorry for you.
0: Great movie. A lot of fun. Peter Bogdanovich directed it. We also lost, of course, another great uh, actress, another award-winning actress, Cicely Tyson. You will
1: always be my generous baby girl, whether you like it
0: or not. Who had a nice long life, but uh, you wish it was still longer yet. Maybe we're confused about how old she really was because one of her big roles was the autobiography of Jane, Jane Pittman, where yes. she, where she did get very elderly uh, towards the end of the movie, and uh, and uh, I don't think in real life she was as stooped over and as frail as she was in the movie.
1: Talk to the young. We don't have that kind of time, to change. What else do you got, Jim?
0: Just yeah, great. No.
1: Yeah, she's a fantastic actress. Paved the way for so many women of color to do her craft, yeah. and just well revered in, in the industry. And just, was, I can't. She's just riveting to watch. Yeah. It's hard to take your eyes off of her. And uh, um, there was an, uh, an interview that Gail King on CBS this morning did with her. Um, that recently aired again, and it was just fantastic. She's just uh, so classy and smart and beautiful, even in her age. Yeah,
0: very beautiful. And uh, and perhaps arguably less beautiful, but uh, still terrific. I always loved him. Larry King. I uh, checked out recently, too. You pinch yourself saying, how did all this happen to me? Well, how old were you when you said, I'm going to run for office? You're talking about the cream of the crop. Did you ever say to yourself, I'm an alcoholic? Yes. I used to listen to him on a radio show before his CNN show ever came on. It was on late nights. Somebody in Seattle carried uh, Larry King overnight or whatever it was called. And he, yeah. he would do these extended interviews uh, with uh, with people even like Sinatra, he would get mm-hmm. Jackie Gleason, and time was never a factor. So he, it's almost like podcasting today. It was not like, let's break for a commercial. We got to wrap this up. He just kept going with these people, and they were great, great interviews. He was King was sometimes uh, pilloried for not asking hard questions and throwing softballs out there, but I thought he was good. I thought it was very good, and I don't think it's Necessarily, the job of an interviewer to try to do gotcha stuff all the time. It was great. He had a and long run he, on CNN. No baloney. I'm a guy who asks questions.
1: And didn't he then do? Didn't he get away from that and do infomercials? I, yeah. I Don't know what.
0: Yeah, after that's he left. Disappointing. Yeah, after he left CNN, he did. Uh, you Just know, a bunch of those, infomercials those that imp- looked like interviews. That but looked they like weren't. talk shows. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're very lucrative, I'm told. So
1: apparently Uh, so
0: larry larry was famously broke a lot he blew his money gambling or bad investing really couple several times actually at least and uh but at the time he ended uh his cnn run i think he was doing just fine but earlier in his career made some bad choices
1: wasn't he married like speaking of bad choices like twelve hundred times not 1,200. Or, or am I thinking
0: of somebody else? No, no. It, they're not 1,200. It's a bit of an exaggeration. 1,167 <laughs> times, according to my okay. notes here.
1: I was way off. Yeah, Sorry yeah.
0: about that. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, he, uh, you know, he was the Marion kind, I He liked the ladies. Yeah. He,
1: he did like the ladies. You
0: know who else he really had a fondness for, and she liked him too, apparently? Angie Dickinson. Really? Yeah, they were a thing, I oh. guess. Yeah, yeah. How oh. about that? Yeah. yeah, who didn't like what the Ange back in the day? Man, I, I mean, suppose if you, if you d- had a pulse as a guy,
1: she was a hottie too. I oh mean, yeah.
0: yeah, oh yes, oh yeah, yes. Oh, when yeah. you're that attractive, as attractive as you are, now is it is it not true that so the leading men would come on a little bit when you're making a film, or are you really able to be quite <laughs> dispassionate about it
1: all? <laughs> not at all. No, <laughs> it's very delicious to act with beautiful men. Uh, well, then as I would said, you care like to, to do w- another one with with all of them?
0: Yes, would you care to say which you thought the most beautiful, in whatever way you mean that? <laughs> <laughs> Talk about it's, inside it's,
1: stuff. Yeah. That's a that's a toughie. There, there's a lot of. It's like picking a donut.
0: And then Christopher Plummer, a great actor. Including a role in one of your favorite movies, The Sound of Music. And then later he became the oldest actor ever to win an Oscar. You're only two years older than me, darling. Where have you been all my life? Um, So you doing okay? How are you?
1: Yeah, I'm doing doing great. Working hard, setting a lot of goals for this new year. Happy that 2020 is in the rearview mirror. Is and that one uh, of your
0: goals, to work hard, hard for a change? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Give it a try. See how
1: it turns yeah. out. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. But uh, yeah, other than that, you know, I've been home. Um, I have not traveled for business in almost a year. I find that hard to believe. It's been really nice yeah. to be home. And working from home and doing voiceovers from home and cleaning out closets and all these things I never get to do. And I really, I really am enjoying it a lot.
0: Well, if you get that, (laughs) if you get all your closets done, get on over here. We could use some help.
1: Well, what are you doing?
0: I'm not cleaning my closets out. I'll tell you that. What are
1: you doing? How are you spending your time?
0: I get a lot of resting done, um... (laughs) Uh, we got a million in one house projects, and I, yeah. I do another podcast, and uh, I'm doing a lot of writing and various kinds of things. But that's uh, good. Mostly, it's just <clears throat> fun being home with uh, my wife and the dogs, and we now have a cat, as I mentioned before. Um, that's
1: right. Remind everybody the cat's name.
0: I don't even remember the cat's name, but <laughs> but she's sure a sweetie. I'll tell you that. We, yeah, uh, you we sent
1: me a video the other day of your dog who you thought was going to eat her. Yeah, who is now. Affectionately uh, nuzzling her. Yeah,
0: it takes very, t- it took some time, but uh, they're they're becoming fast buddies now. It's, That's good. It's, it's amazing That's the way so Mother good. Nature can work things out. Uh, if only humans could do the same as
1: mm-hmm. as easily and
0: <laughs> and get along with each other. Uh, mm-hmm. And of course, uh, we're here in Oregon, so we're hoping to get our COVID shot sometime.
1: Mm-hmm. How about you? Oh, I don't know. I probably you don't care. Uh, Oh no, I do care. I would love to then be getting you know? vaccinated, but I'm I'm not I'm not that's not. My my number is not up yet. It probably won't be up until I'm we're hoping spring. I mean, I'm still in my 50s, so I mean, and I don't have anybody that I take care of who qualifies for it, and I'm not an essential worker, so I will I will wait. Well, then
0: you said earlier you're working really hard. And then on the other hand, you say you're not an essential worker. So what are you working so hard for?
1: (laughs) To try to pay the bills.
0: (laughs) Well, what's on your mind? Anything?
1: (laughs) I have watched a really great show called Pretend It's a City. And it is fantastic. If you get a chance to Netflix this, and people may... Or may not have heard of Fran Lebowitz Martin Scorsese and Fran Lebowitz are very good friends and it's just this crazy little um, I think it's a six part series documentary seven six or seven I'm only two in two into it and all they do is talk yeah. that's it they just talk and it's just <clears throat> it mostly surrounding things that annoy Fran Lebowitz which, which is pretty much everything She's my spirit animal in that sense because I just I love that she just gets annoyed by the very things that we're not allowed to complain about, but she doesn't care. Yeah.
0: She she's doesn't a she's care. been a long time brilliant, Fantastic. brilliant writer and essayist, and uh, yes. very Fantastic. witty. And so, but she's also fun just to listen to. Uh-huh. Some writer some writers are dreadful, but she's fun to listen to. Her attitude it completely reflects what she writes. She is that person in real life, as you've observed, and uh, Scorsese uh, clearly enjoys her, and just and so there's God, there's no there's no laugh track that's in it. the show. It's just him laughing. No, yeah, yeah. just
1: him laughing. He, I mean, he is bowled over by her, and some things I think are clever, but not burst out guffaw laughing like he really does. He really does react to her quite strongly. Yeah. So he finds her very yeah. Very that's funny. a good one. So that's been really really good. I I haven't been doing – you know, we're now – the the darkness of winter is kind of getting to me because I'm – I am normally back on the road by now, and I'm usually teaching voiceover classes in California in um, late January and into February. And I realized I was getting a little bit down in the dumps, and I said, oh, well, because I'm – I didn't realize the Pacific Northwest was this dark and dreary. (laughs) All the way through till when does this end? when does it end? August. so I've just yeah. been like yeah, so I think that I am for the first time in over a decade experiencing that seasonal affected disorder yeah. thing, yeah. so I'm trying to keep my my spirits yeah. Put, up by
0: get some bright lights in your house and and things like that it yeah. it does help it really yeah. does help,
1: yeah, yeah, it does so. Um so yeah, I'm just watching a lot of really great documentaries and movies. I'm very bummed out that the Oscars are not coming this month. They're going to be uh postponed until April, although the Golden Globes are still on um um uh, on the schedule. So that'll be um fun to watch, I guess. Tina or not Tina, yeah, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler, I think are are um are hosting that, and I think that's next weekend. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that's yeah. going to go don't know how not holding
0: going. my breath i don't usually watch those shows except the oscars are always fun to watch just in yeah. hopes that somebody will do something crazy make some kind of
1: well they'll do it more at the golden globes than they will at the oscars the oscars people try, tend to reel themselves in a little more the golden globes is just a big drunken yeah. dinner and that's the one you want to watch for the stuff that you are gonna see that wasn't scripted that's the one that's the i'll part. make a note of that
0: uh, I, uh, I'm, I I've been watching some stuff too. I mean, it's funny how much stuff you watch, uh, because that really is taking the place of going out to the movies, going out to dinner, or going out. Period. So
1: I agree. I was going to ask you what, ha- when was what one thing have you not done in this last year that you would normally have done if COVID hadn't been around? Because the one thing for me, well, two things for me. I've not gotten on an airplane, and I won't and i've not eaten in a restaurant and i still feel very weird about that so though i have not had either of those two experiences for almost a year yeah. is there anything you've not done for a year well th- those
0: two things uh for beginning but we don't even get we don't go in a car to go any place uh, uh of any distance you know you, we we just
1: so you haven't had any restaurant meal i thought you uh, had we, gone out to a no restaurant.
0: i don't i can't remember doing that we um Okay. We, we'll get takeout. That's pretty much all you can do now anyway. Takeout right. and yeah. de- delivery yeah. in some cases.
1: I'll do that, and I haven't, but I, I'll do that. But I don't want to sit in a restaurant, which I think is really silly. You see all these uh, outdoor white tents yeah. where I, I don't... Can you explain that to me like no, i a five-year-old? No, I can't. No,
0: I can't. In fact, it seems worse to me yes. than, than a regular indoor seated restaurant. Because you're you're essentially indoor. like in a hot house there, where the <laughs> virus can, co- can can just grow and grow. No, it makes no sense exactly. at all.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I don't know who passed it and said this makes sense and this will work. I, I just want to talk to that. Well, they person. do
0: separate people in there, but it's still you're in a you're in an enclosed space, uh, like it'd be a cover like over a swimming pool, and it's gonna get all steamed exactly. up, and and that's people that's people's How? breath and their body heat. That's why it's steaming up. That doesn't make sense. You're right.
1: It does not make mm. sense. I don't get it. I, I, I really need somebody to explain who 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 put that who stamped that through who stamped that through. I'd well, like to know. Well,
0: it is interesting that you would mention that because I have a man who can explain it. He happens to be <laughs> happens to be here at my house right now. Do, Wonder. Doctor oh. Wing Lardner is his name. And Doctor Larger, can you can you come over here, please? Uh, where do you want me to go? <laughs> come over to the microphone, please. Uh, all right. Wow, this uh, this is good timing. I didn't know these, he was going to put these be headphones there today. on. This woman, and her name is Lisa. Uh, she wants to ask you a question. Are you? Are you
1: Thank you, Doctor. It's, Wing- it's in your Wing- field Wing- of Wing- expertise, Doctor. All right. So, my my question, yes. Doctor, is this: indoor <laughs> dining is prohibited. <laughs>
0: Sorry, I've got to touch of the COVID. Oh, dear. Go ahead.
1: In Indoor dining is prohibited because you can spew germs around because nobody's got masks on while no, they're eating. No, so, it's not
0: that. Oh. It? It's not that. Oh. It's just that the food's not very good. <laughs>
1: Okay. So then they put up a tent outside of the restaurant. Technically they're saying, "Well, this is outside. It's not inside." I've heard of this. And everybody And everybody go into the mm-hmm. tent. So you're outside inside yes. a tent. How does that how does that make it better? Well,
0: it, Where, how, you're technically outdoors. And, Correct.
1: But you're inside outdoors. Well, uh, you're inside. You're, outdoors. you're not going to
0: get rained on. I mean, when you go on a camping trip or you're a Boy Scout or Girl Scout uh, uh, camping experience, you what do you do? You erect a tent. You, you keep you yes. out of the elements.
1: You go inside. Yes, and
0: that's where you should eat.
1: <laughs> in the tent. Okay. Thank you, Doctor.
0: I'll tell you the truth, I, young lady. Uh, they, okay. Everybody oh. who does eat in those tents, they're all going to die. <laughs> I can't. That's Thank what you, I Doctor. Thought. All right. <laughs> See you later. Sheesh. Yeah. Well, he would know. <laughs> so. Doc, Gosh. Doctor no Wagner. I don't know what, <laughs> where I that name. I, now I remember. I there know. was a famous sports writer named Ring Lardner. Maybe that's where that, that
1: Why is he at I your house? I don't know what he's
0: doing. He he is a part-time uh doctor and uh he's a, a <laughs> clinical uh a biologist, but he also uh, does plumbing on the side. And so we've oh, got a okay. got a toilet that's acting that's up a good. little bit. That's good. Should
1: be flushing fine now.
0: Thank you, doctor
1: good to have a side gig yeah you gotta have a, it's side a nice gig.
0: unfortunately he charges uh doctor prices for his plumbing yeah and plumbing's yeah, already expensive enough so yeah, yeah i'm
1: that, not you're not kidding yeah, that's a man. Killer.
0: here's a show <clears throat> that i've kind of gotten into it's not a new show but uh, i think it's being carried on amazon maybe amazon prom one of those uh have you ever seen a show called rectify
1: I've heard of it, yeah. but kind of, I haven't seen it. Kind of, is it a Western?
0: No, it, it sounds like one, doesn't it? Yeah. No, it's- I a, think
1: you mentioned this once before. It's a religious thing, isn't it?
0: Uh, not, No, no. this isn't really. No, not that. Oh. Um, this one is has to do with a guy that, uh, and I think he must have been in his teens, he gets uh, sent to the big house for murdering uh, a young woman. And he's in there for almost twenty years. And then they do some DNA work and they oh. discover that wait a minute, we can't keep him in prison anymore. Oh. It would appear that he is not the killer, or at least according to DNA evidence. So he goes back home to the town where he grows up in and, and grew up in and it's it's a small town, first of all. And as you can expect, while there are a few people that are kind to him, the overwhelming majority of them still Think that he had something to do with the murder. They oh, do, not, wow. do not believe, don't
1: believe in science. this
0: crazy DNA thing. I love the people thing.
1: who don't believe in science.
0: Well, you gotta have that if you're gonna have a story here. So We are here because Daniel Holden was convicted of murder and sentenced to death.
1: Daniel Holden was released from prison this week. How do you feel about that? Why ain't you dead, Daniel Holden? Why ain't you dead? Whispering, whispering, whispering. whispering.
0: We've all made mistakes in our own individual lives That's beside the point where the Holden is a killer, which I believe deep in my heart he is
1: Why do you hate him so much?
0: I don't even know him Hell, that's part of the problem. All I know is he got off death row six days ago on some DNA thing I still don't fully understand And 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 it's not that everybody doesn't believe him or believe that he didn't commit the murder. They're just not sure, and they don't they don't trust uh, they don't fully trust him. And to make matters even more interesting, the guy is a kind of a weird dude. He talks in a low voice all the time, and he's kind of slow and mysterious. So you'd think, well, yeah, if somebody would has murdered somebody, it'd be this guy. It's not like he's a happy go lucky good uh, good boy that slaps you on the back he's a little weird and, and I know and so, that's
1: that's so, that's the first go to always, but we as we've found out, it is never that guy no. because every time the police interview, they go, "Well, he was just a nice, quiet guy next door. I'd come over and borrow the lawnmower and stuff, and he was just he seemed delightful in every sense. I didn't know he was going to hack up his family."
0: <laughs> yeah, but so, so so it makes it intriguing, and there are other suspects along the way, and. Uh, there's, okay. uh, it's interesting. Well, it's, I'll, watch,
1: I'll watch that. It's not, for it's a not good... a lot
0: of laughs, but it's not,
1: it's not, well, no, it, I, I, it's not really I like
0: downbeat that. either. Uh, but.
1: I'm looking for a good drama though. That's, that's good. It's pretty good. I tried watching a scary movie the other night and I just, it was too scary. I had to turn it off. I can't watch scary movies. What was, what was it? Anymore.
0: What was the scary one? It,
1: it was really stupid. It was called Host. Oh, I know it. And it was about. It was about, yeah, a, no, it was about a, a tapeworm. It, no, it's about a group of friends who get on, it's COVID and they get on Zoom and they're like, well, we're bored. Let's do a seance, let's do an online seance. Mm-hmm. Okay. What, what could go wrong? Yeah. What could go wrong? And then I couldn't even get, I. it was so scary. The jump scares, I know jump scares are a cheap trick that they do in horror movies. But man, Lisa, look had... out! Ah! Ah! <laughs> see that just—I'm still yeah. on edge from it last night, yeah. and I'm like, okay, I got to turn it I, off. I
0: shouldn't have done that because it was cheap, like you said.
1: Yeah, see, that's yeah. a cheap. But jump scares are effective, and it, yeah, the the story—you don't care about the girls at all. It's not one of these really well done ones. It's, yeah, it's it, it, but it it's it was. Done enough that I couldn't finish watching. Obviously, we're not physically
0: together, but there's no reason why Spirit can't communicate over the internet. Nothing's going to happen. Visualize us
1: sitting in a circle. Spirit, we invite you to use us to pass on any communication. Is there anyone there? Please come forward. What was that? Amy, was that you? I heard it. No, I heard something. something. I think there's something here. You see that? So I don't want to watch scary movies, but I'll watch a good gritty drama, like like what was it called? Erectile? What was it called? <laughs> what was it? Yeah, Ere- erectile. Erectile. Yeah. Erectile. A reptile. And it's about a
0: dysfunctional it? guy. Yes.
1: <laughs> what is it called? It's called
0: Rectify.
1: Oh, Rectify.
0: Rectify means to fix something, to... uh,
1: I'm in. I'm in. And
0: and there's another show, though. I got confused. There's another show called Justify, which... Yeah,
1: that's the one I was thinking about. And I think that might
0: be a Western. It is. And
1: I started watching it, and I'm like, eh. Merritt Weaver's in that one. She's one of my favorite actresses. She was from Nurse Jackie. But I just, I couldn't get into it. Couple hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. No, well, I'm going to
0: give it a no, shot. It's okay. Then there's one, I mean, they're kind of in a rut now in Hollywood, I think. Then there's one called no Mul- kidding. Multiply, uh, which is about uh, Mormons and Catholics. And then there's one called Fortify and Notify, Quantify. They're they're all in the, these FI uh, okay. Sort of things now, but are
1: these real? Or are you just making these up?
0: Oh no, I wouldn't do that. But no, but I Rectify is say. a real show, and I eh, yeah, I
1: kinda, I'm gonna watch I it. I think it's I think it's it. okay.
0: We watched a movie last night. Uh, it was a Netflix film called The Dig.
1: I that came across my scrolly thing. It's really and that good. Looked pretty interesting. It's charming. Okay, it
0: is. It's okay. a simple story, uh, but okay. but it's worth your time. Rafe Finds is in it. I like him.
1: I like him. What's, what's that like girl? Him. Lily
0: James, is that her name? British actor. She's uh, one of the it girls these days.
1: Oh, that's right. It's something to do with something on her property. Yes. And this is set in the olden days, and they find something shocking.
0: Yeah, it's like around the, the time of, uh, I don't know, 1939, 1940, yeah. the war. The England's yeah. about to get into the war with Germany. And she has yeah. this big, sprawling property with these big, large mounds on it.
1: Uh, yes. And they want it's to dig and so find mysterious. out. And I'm
0: going to tell you what they discover, but it's pretty cool. And it's all based on a true story, too. So it, it really did happen. Although there's a lot of subplots in this thing that are yeah. probably... Yeah. Playing fast and and loose with the uh, actual facts and
1: as it should, as it should. Put some theatrics in it.
0: Why not? It's
1: good. There you go. It's
0: charming. There you go. I would recommend it. It's called The Dig. Things like this are usually done through museums. Yes, but with the war coming, they couldn't embark upon any new ventures. Well, I've been on digs since I was old enough to hold a trowel. My father taught me. What are they? We're standing in someone's graveyard, I reckon. Viking? Well, oh, maybe older. Mr. Brown is an archaeologist. Well, I'm an excavator. You've come to dig up the mounds. do so you think there's something beneath? Who are those men? They're from the museum. Ye <laughs> gods! This is pretty... I think you'd better come and see. Okay, so enough about that. Um, <clears throat> has anybody ever done this to you? Uh, they
1: probably
0: they, they uh, with all best intentions, and he, usually somebody that you don't know really well. And sometimes I think it's part of an entree to getting to know you better, or uh, just let you Which know letting you know a little more about them. And I got, believe it or not, two of these over Christmas time. Uh, guys that I used to know, uh, but it's been years and years ago, and then then we kind of reconnected uh, on email and through Facebook because you don't actually meet anybody face-to-face anymore for the most part. Uh, And so this guy sends me a nice Christmas card, and inside of it, uh, and this happened twice over Christmas, inside of it, in both cases, was a CD of their music, Oh, there's They're self-produced music. Oh, brother. And I've gotten these a million times over the years. And you always hope that you that something fantastic or magical will be... You'll hear this coming out of your speakers. And you'll go, holy crap. This is, you this is fantastic.
1: Pl- you actually play them? Yeah. Because I've had students hand me these things when I'm out teaching voiceover classes. And they're like, oh, here's my... Here's my thing of music, and and here I want you to have a copy. And I just yeah, I go thank you, and then I throw them away.
0: Well, that's...
1: you listen to them? Yes,
0: I mean if somebody gives you something, I think you owe it you owe it <gasps> no, to them don't. for their for their largesse and their kindness oh, to please. give it a listen. Even They're if not you
1: giving it to you as a gift.
0: the other thing about it is that I'm going to have to respond with a thank you note. So. You don't want to belie the fact that you haven't heard it at all. You don't want to say, "Man, that was some great singing that you did." You, and then he says, "All say, I was doing was playing guitar. There was there was no singing on it at all." Oh, you oh. could be
1: way more vague than that. You could say, "I can honestly say I've never heard anything like this." Yeah, that's a good like, my, in my life. And then just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> but, or, or this is a good one. I can't tell you how much I enjoy it yeah. that, because that's literally the truth. Yeah,
0: I remember I did a bit one time, based on li- on, on literal things like that, and it was right. it was really stupid. It started <laughs> it started with me. Uh, it was on Almost Live, and it started with uh, Tracy Conway. Hello again, and welcome to Literally Speaking. My first guest is. Lucille Scripner. Hello there.
1: I can't tell you how happy I am to be here.
0: Well, that's what I understand, and that's why we invited you to the show. Now, why can't you tell us how happy you are?
1: I just can't.
0: Okay, then I guess that's about as far as we can go with this interview.
1: Do you have anything to eat around here?
0: You hungry? We could send out for something. I
1: I can't tell you how hungry I am.
0: Well, then I guess you're out of luck, because we wouldn't know how much food to order, now would we?
1: That makes me angry. How angry? I can't tell you. I didn't think
0: so. I didn't think so. I'm leaving. All right, thanks for coming by.
1: I can't tell you what a pleasure it's been. I know.
0: And then Joel McHale comes out, and uh, the bit continues from there. By the way, if you're just joining us, this is Literally Speaking. Now, on last week's show, you may recall, we met a man who swallowed his pride... A woman who went to pieces. Consequently, we had to bump our next guest, but he's back with us tonight. Would you welcome, please, Mr. Dorian Brockleby. Well, Mr. Brockleby, thank you very much for coming by. And he punches me. I I see by my notes here that you are a man who lets his fists do the talking. Is that right? He punches me again. Ah, uh, just, uh, just my opinion here, but uh, it seems kind of stupid, if I can say, to let your fist do the talking. <laughs> why, why do you do that? Hmm? <laughs> What's the matter, Mr. Brockleby? Cat got your knuckles? And this time I'm hit so hard, I fly out of my chair. That was an excellent answer there, uh, Mr. Bronco B. You know, I was talking about this the other day, and it's a live bit in front of a live audience, and I'm thinking, this is going to kill. People, uh, people love slapstick comedy. this will be, this will be The physicality of this bit will really just, this audience will just flip. They didn't. It got a very tepid response and it's one of those head scratchers that i still I still think about to this day. Where did I go wrong? What was right? Not that it was mm. terrible. it just wasn't it just wasn't the huge guffaws I thought we were going to get. but
1: well, maybe your audience was a little more highbrow than you first. That yeah, audience? Because... No,
0: that. that...
1: <laughs> I'm just saying maybe. Well, maybe <laughs> I'm more it's lowbrow. Slapstick but... and people falling down and, you know, the three stooges poking in the uh, eye. That, to me, is not funny. Oh, my but God. some people think that's hilarious. Well,
0: I think it is. We've talked about this before. I think it does tend to default to guys that think mm-hmm. physical humor and, uh, and three, the three stooges. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> And of course, farts. Are hilarious. Uh, although little girls, I've discovered with granddaughters, <laughs> they like farts a lot too. They really there, do. You,
1: there, you, you have a point. With all of my nieces, the farts were really kind of hilarious till they hit about seven, yeah, or eight, and then they became. You know, when they started becoming aware of their bodies, maybe it's more like nine or ten. But then, all of a sudden, farts are no longer funny. Yeah. But they remain so with men all the way till the grave. Yeah, pretty they, much. There's never a point that farts. You know, you always you always funny.
0: hear about people, uh, you know, di- dying, and there's whole books about people's last words. But yes. I think most most final utterances are farts from people. <laughs> you know.
1: Oh my god! You, you never see it I in the have- movies. I have to tell you, that now reminds me. So, I am doing some painting, remodeling, and whatever. And I had to get paint for the bathroom this weekend. And I'm standing at the paint counter at Home Depot. And this guy walks by and lets out a big, giant fart. <laughs> and there's not, See, there's now listen, no, hardly I'm nobody. i at you. Okay, I know. And the girl there was the girls at the paint center and she visibly flinched because he walked right past oh, her no. and and I just put my head down and I didn't know what to say. Like God did you know, are you okay? I wanna just <laughs> just uh. Who just farts like and it wasn't one it you can tell ones that escape accidentally. This was an on-purpose force it out, make it growl. <laughs> Everybody fights. Everybody fights. And It was disgusting. Oh. It was disgusting. Oh my and this wasn't an old person. And that's what where, I was gonna again, say.
0: That, it, no, I, my, old my...
1: people, you got to give them a pass. You got to give so them... to
0: speak. my fa- my father-in-law creep out. god let, creep out. my father-in-law god rest <laughs> his soul he uh he you know he couldn't hear very well and he refused to wear his hearing aids so i'm sure he never heard uh he never heard the product that he uh, emanated all the time but we'd be in the store a restaurant whatever and have you ever been have you ever been sitting in a restaurant That's on a, one of those plastic so funny. bench seats and you, and uh-huh. you slide, and they, oh, Larry's joining us. And then you, so you slide down on the, on, and it makes on, a, it yeah. makes a sound like that. Yeah. So what do you do? You immediately try to recreate <laughs> it again to demonstrate that it wasn't a fart, but it really was right. the seat. So you'll do you it a couple more slide. times just so everybody <laughs> at the table knows, no, that, that's it was, without actually it saying is- it.
1: It makes me laugh because it's it's a um, it's a common it's the thing that 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 we all have in common as humans. It's just nobody doesn't fart. Nobody. There's nobody who doesn't fart. The Queen of England farts. The Pope farts. Oh, man. Uh, Jesus (laughs) farts. Everybody farts. And but it's still so shocking to hear anybody but yourself do it. (laughs) I, I, I'm never surprised when I do it, but if somebody else does, I'm like, <gasps> yeah!"
0: Isn't know, isn't that true? I'm no, I'm no <laughs> biblical scholar, but I don't believe there's any direct <laughs> ref, reference to
1: is. to
0: Jesus farting.
1: He yeah. was farting all day long. Hey, Mary
0: Magdalene, come here. Pull my finger. <laughs> oh, Jesus! Don't do that again. Uh, no, I I I just think that uh, this is the truth, and maybe it's because I grew up in a family. With four brothers, and we had no sisters. Oh,
1: my God. I
0: believed, up until the time I started dating, that girls did not fart. (laughs) That it was only a guy thing. Because I I had never heard a girl fart before.
1: So your mom, you never heard your mom accent. I don't crack think one? so.
0: I don't remember it. Oh,
1: yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah,
0: John, she might have been letting them go all the time. For, <laughs> for all I know. And
1: you thought it was your brother. Yeah. I
0: come running in the kitchen saying, "Hey, hard-boiled <laughs> eggs. That sounds good." And then I couldn't find any, so. I'm okay, sorry. Well,
1: anyway. Anyway, that would just happen to me this weekend, and I was just astonished by it. And then I laughed all the way home because I'm like, what? It's just a fart. Why Why did I get so astonished by it? Well, you know, in that same regard, by have
0: you ever been walking in a grocery store and you come down an aisle? Oh, you're going to stop here and get the soup. And you sort of see a guy furtively looking around and then whisking away, going right around the corner to another aisle quickly. And then, no. and then at some point you realize why.
1: Oh, because he's, he has let a yet. bomb
0: go that would have okay. would have taken out a, a large American city. And <laughs> and then it becomes, then you have to own it because you're there.
1: Yeah. And you're left and with so it, if it, you, the evidence. So if you
0: see somebody else then subsequently coming down the aisle towards you, you got to right. get out of there.
1: Well, the good news is they don't linger too long. Like you've got about a 10 to 15 second window. To, before it dissipates. Well, the
0: worst of them are the kind that they're like uh, one of those those those, they have, jet, they have color. those jet jet trails you see in the sky. They follow you. You could you could go to the far other end of the store and and it's still with you. You know it,
1: It's attached to the butt of your jeans. Kind of, yeah, keeps... kind of. Because you're creating a wake of air that just sort yeah. of fl- follows you. Yeah. All
0: right. Well, that concludes this edition of Face the Nation. <laughs> well, you asked I me know, how I, know. I was
1: doing. I know. And that made me think of well, it. Well, it's so. funny. It's funny. Farts are
0: funny. Uh, they're inconvenient. Um, I've always wondered about this, you know. And, and why don't I wonder about more important things? But, for example, when the President of the United States meets a a dignitarian, you always see them sitting side by side and they're getting photographs mm-hmm. taken that, doesn't there have to come up time when a guy has to let one go even in a big formal setting like that with a lot of press you and dignitaries you
1: gotta hold it in dude you gotta hold I it guess,
0: in. i guess you do you gotta hold but it see in. that's why i could never be president i don't know if i could hold it in
1: But it's hard, too, on the long flights. I mean, like I said, I haven't flown. I've happily been home for almost a year. But there's been times I've been on a plane going, oh, my God. Okay, well.
0: Yeah, let's just...
1: And then you just hope they turn the, the seatbelt sign off so you can make a dash for the bathroom. But... I think
0: I've told you this story before, and I'm sorry we've... Uh, th- and you're right. It's usually my fault that we go down this path.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: mm-hmm. Uh, we were on a plane to Florida one time. We had our kids in, in the, on the plane with us. They were sitting in seats behind us. And we had my son and our daughter, our other son, was not with us. I can't remember where he was. But we were flying from Seattle to Florida, we were going to take the kids to Disney World, and it was a big, big deal family vacation. And so, we're on the plane, and I don't know, we're maybe somewhere over Nebraska or somewhere, and this um, terrible odor starts starts wafting through, the, and we're near the back of the plane, and uh, it, it's... It's quite bad, it's quite bad, and you can see people's heads turning around in seats in front of us and alongside of us and and we're we're turning around too. Where's that coming from? Where's it coming from? Well, it turns out that uh our son he's a little guy then he's probably five, maybe younger he had uh he crapped his pants oh. you know.
1: poor little guy, yeah,
0: yeah, poor little guy, and he so I remember Aww, I grabbed him course. up in, I grabbed him up in a blanket and I held the blanket really tight. I thought if I hold it really tight the you know this odor won't come out as much. Uh which helped only to an extent. And the fact that I was hurrying him out of there suggested to everybody exactly who the culprit was that it was him. Aww. So I get him in the bathroom and uh <clears throat> And I don't know. I sh- I know you're not supposed to do this, but I sh- flushed his underpants right down the toilet in the. In the... <laughs> so
1: that landed on someone's house. Thank you. <laughs> it
0: might have. What? It might have. Larry. Yeah,
1: Larry. What are these shitty underpants doing are these, on our? Are these chimney? yours? And when did
0: you start wearing are the these small yours? size? <laughs> <laughs>
1: what uh, oh my god well i guess you had no choice no. you wouldn't want to stuff him in the in yeah. the yeah that was a, i think that was a very it was the only
0: move i could make so. what was i supposed to do yeah. leave them in there no, no that, they had to be disposed of and so now his dna is sitting there somewhere in nebraska <laughs> as we continue our way to disney world <laughs> well yeah uh, okay. enough about that hey uh one more thing i don't know if this has ever happened to you but i we had uh we have a, a television set in our living room is a relatively new tv set and this annoys me is that you have to everything almost every serious function you want to do on your television set see i still call them television sets um,
1: yes you do you still call them marijuana cigarettes Well, they too. are aren't
0: they so well, not the really. uh, the thing uh, is that everything you want to do on a on a tv is dictated by a remote and they, right. they make these remotes as, f- as small as they can. I mean, if you drop the remote, it's like looking for a contact lens. They're really tiny. Really? Because yeah.
1: my remote's pretty big. Well,
0: not the one we got with this TV set. Well, the okay. the point of it is that at some point along the way, we lost the remote. And I went oh. down into the couch cushions. I looked up and down and all around. Yeah. I think somehow it must have got thrown away. I, I But it has oh, been nearly man. a year now with no remote. And and my point is that you can't just get by without one. There aren't the same all of the same functions on the set itself. Where you can right. walk over and touch buttons on the on the T V. No, you needed that right. remote to to right. easily change inputs and things like that. Right. So I got one of those universal remotes. It doesn't work worth a
1: damn. Not worth a Wait, damn Wait, I know they don't. Why don't you just get a replacement for the one that for your actual TV.
0: I, I can't remember why it's been a year now. I think I tried and and it was just a hassle and they don't really want to give you a new remote. They they prefer you just bought a new television set, of course. I can't remember where where it is, but the the helplessness mm-hmm. you have and the and the fury that develops over losing something so simple and yet so vital mm-hmm. uh is 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 maddening that's the kind of world we live in today. Maybe we were better off when we had no remotes, we had no cell phones, we had no conveniences. It was just, everything was just simple. The telephone that you had in 1937 could be the same one you had in 1957. They didn't change. Now, the minute you buy a new phone, it's obsolete already. Oh now you, you've got what do, what do you everybody wants to know what kind of phone you have too, have you noticed that? I've got the mm. I I seven. Oh man, really? Oh no. You gotta get the I forty seven. That <laughs> you're not still using the old seven, are you? Oh no.
1: Well I just bought it yesterday.
0: Oh no, there's been three other uh three other generations of that stuff that came out in the next hour. You were a fool.
1: And I noticed and I notice that everybody assumes that everybody has an iPhone. Yeah. I don't. I never drank the iPhone Kool Aid. You don't. It's, oh, it's, Ooh. oh, yeah, it's overpriced, well, this is a fine and time I don't. To find I don't out. need one. And so people will say, like, you'll even say to me, "Well, let's Facetime." I'm like, I, I don't Facetime. I'm not an Apple. I don't do Apple stuff. Okay, well then this so.
0: conversation is pretty much over with, Poster.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I have really, no, nothing I, more to I say.
0: I, I just. I always assumed I just assumed that you had an iPhone and now that yeah, I find out most people do you, what do you have one of those Android things
1: I have a still have a flip phone a
0: foot phone <laughs> well, like max flip maxwell phone. smart
1: yeah. yeah it was a shoe flip phone. phone yeah no but even yeah even the flip phone was nice because all it did was call people oh so I thought you said convenient. a foot
0: phone not a flip phone no a,
1: f- a, flip, a flip phone, phone. Yeah. no yeah yes
0: uh okay are you ready for the closing joke Yes. Yeah, you've got to be ready by
1: now. I am ready. Now I am
0: bugged by that phone thing, though. I'm, you know I wish what? you told f- me that earlier.
1: Are you still bugged by the the um, remote control thing? Because if yeah. you, I promise you this: if you send me, email me the make and model of your. Oh, ticket, you don't have to do it. I can do it. No, I'll find it. I will find you a, a replacement. And then what you do is you get yourself some Velcro. And you slap some Velcro on the back of that little puppy, and that way you always just stick it to your couch, I'm this, and, then I'm the Velcro, <laughs> and then it never goes anywhere. Writing
0: this down. Put the Velcro. Put the Velcro on the, on the, puppy. the, okay. On the puppy. Okay. All right.
1: And then slap it on your couch. Okay. Wait a minute. Do you have a leather couch? Or do you have right a cloth here with
0: couch. Me. Hey, Oliver. You want to? You want to be? You want to take care of the remote for me from <laughs> now on?
1: That's not a bad idea. And then he's when actually, you don't have to get up, you could just call him, and he'll bring it to he's you. He's looking right it'll at Velcro me. be Velcro to yeah. him.
0: We had a a previous dog, Elliot, that was amazing. We a neighbor would call up next door neighbor, and we they'd say, "Do you have any? Uh, do you have a couple of eggs? We could borrow." Sure, and we'd put them in a little baggie, hand them to Elliot, and he'd walk them over there to their house. <laughs> uh, this guy over here, Oliver, would eat the eggs, uh, but <laughs> Elliot knew what his job was, and he he you could deliver anything pretty much that he could that he could lift. He was great. Okay, here's our closing joke. Mm. I hope you're sitting down. It's a little, um, there's a little ethnicity.
1: Now I am. I was lying down, but now I'm sitting right. up.
0: A Chinese man was having a quiet drink when a Jewish man came, comes over and slugs him so hard that he falls off the bar <laughs> stool.
1: Jesus Christ, yeah. what kind of a joke is and this? And the
0: Chinese man says, What, what, what the <laughs> hell was that for? And and the Jewish guy said, that was for Pearl Harbor. And he said, but, but I, I, I'm not Japanese, I'm Chinese. Japanese, Chinese, they're all the same to me, says the guy, and returns to his beer. Well, a few minutes later, the Chinese guy goes over, and he slams the first guy head first into the bar. <laughs> and watching him stagger to his feet, he explained calmly, that was for the Titanic and the the Jewish guy says the Titanic the Titanic was sunk by an iceberg and the Chinese guy says iceberg Goldberg they're all the same to me (laughs)